If you're around certain friends that don't make you feel good, environments or places that do not make you feel right, if you're doing things that do not build you up, if you're eating food that makes you feel awful and you know that you're going to regret it, those things are not serving your successes. Stop doing them. Hi, my name is Cherie and this is Life is Cherry. This week, I just thought that I would share a thought with you guys that I have not really thought. It's something that I actually embraced in my life a few years ago that, I mean, it completely changed my point of view in what I wanted in life and what I saw as a success in life. And that is the difference between happiness and joy. So... This was a concept that I learned actually probably about five years ago, but I never really fully embraced it and understood it until I moved back here to Utah, and I'll kind of explain that. Um, But where I actually got this from is actually a speech that Matthew McConaughey had given, and I think it was given at... A graduation or something like that and I'm gonna put a link to his video of him going through all of this but I'm gonna kind of pull a lot of pieces out of it and just share what I went through and how it worked for me in my life and definitely give it a listen from him directly because he says it a little better than I do but um, just something that I wanted to share with you guys to make sure that You guys heard it because it's an important message, but so what he talks about in this video that I have a link to down below, um, he talks about the difference between happiness and joy and being able to find the things that can help us feel successful in our lives. And Matthew McConaughey was never somebody that I thought oh, I need to go listen to that guy. He has some good advice or he has some great things to say until I ran across a few of his speeches that he gave. And I'm just blown away about how on key he is with a lot of the things that I feel are important in life as well. And it really, most of the things that he says actually really resonates with me personally. Um, So in this video, he actually talks about there being a difference between happiness and joy. And what he goes on to talk about is that happiness is an emotional response to an outcome. So what does that mean? That means that we, it's basically an emotion. It's a feeling. It's a response to an outcome. So say you go and and you're thinking, oh, I'm going to be so happy if I win this football game or if my team wins or whatever and that happiness that emotion that comes from that can either turn into happiness or it can turn into sadness so we're looking for ways in our life to become happy but we're actually just looking for a response to an outcome and what I mean by this is he goes on to say that This is something that we cannot sustain because we raise it every time we obtain it. And so kind of just to explain how that works is if you think back to when you were like in junior high 
In junior high, you couldn't wait to get to high school. You're thinking, you know, junior high really sucks. And when I get to high school, things are going to be great. Things are going to be amazing. I will be happy at this point. Well, you get to high school and guess what? High school may not be exactly what you thought it might be. And then you start thinking, I just need to get away. I just can't wait till I turn 16. I can't wait till I get the chance to drive. Then I'll be free. I can do all these things and then I'll be happy. Well, then you get to be 16 and you have this freedom and you start driving, but then you think, you know, life will be even better when I get to be 18, when I graduate, when I become an adult and when I go to college. So you work through all those years, you get to college and you graduate and guess what? You're just looking for the next thing to make yourself happy. And that goes throughout all of our lives, even as an adult. You're looking to find the best relationship. So you say, okay, once I find a partner, once I get married, I'm going to be happy. Once I have kids, I'm going to be happy. Once I get my house, once I purchase a house, I'm going to be happy. Once I get that new job, I'm going to be happy. But wait, oh, I could have a promotion, then I'll be happy. And that's what he talks about, about how we can never sustain this happiness Because every time we obtain it, we raise it higher. So we're constantly chasing it. It's not obtainable, really, because if we don't raise it, we're either let down because maybe we didn't get the outcome that we wanted. And basically, happiness is result-reliant. If you live your life this way, and he goes to explain this in the video, if you live your life this way, you will be let down frequently. And you're going to be unhappy most of the time. Now, if you've ever thought of the word joy, joy is a different thing. Joy is not result-driven. It is a constant. And I love how he puts this in the video. Joy is a feeling that we have from doing what we are fashioned to do, no matter the outcome. So when you really get down to the raw you, the person that makes you you, and you start doing the things that feed your soul, that feed into what you feel is success, what you need for you to be able to grow and become who you actually are, It doesn't matter what the outcome is. You're going to feel that joy from taking action today about it. He goes on to talk about how as he's had his acting career that he's always looked for those results. He always thought that happiness came from certain results by getting, having the best box office hit, by being able to be seen on such a high level from his peers, you know, he has all these things that he said, okay, if these things happen, then I'll be happy. He thought when those things happen, I'll be successful. And he kept struggling through all that, trying to find that happiness, chasing after that happiness. And the thing that changed him and caused him to think this way was he finally realized that 
the day that he, the daily tasks, the day-to-day work, all that he did to become his best, each day had to be the reward. Everything that he did in that day was moving him towards his goals and he needed to recognize that and find joy in the day-to-day daily tasks. And he goes on to talk about how when he did this, how when he went to go do his acting job that day, when he went to go put in the work that day, he was getting the best reward by doing the best, by getting the best out of that day. That is when he saw more box office hits. That's when he had more acclimates from his peers and the most respect than he's ever had before. Doesn't that sound like less effort? Doesn't that sound like it's better to work on the day-to-day and being happy and finding the reward in what we do every day? Doesn't that seem easier than chasing after that happiness that we might not even reach? But he goes on and he talks about how, you know, if you don't really know what you find as being successful in your own life, what you need to feel for yourself, um, being able to find what mean what's most important to you and what you should work toward, is he talks about how it's actually easier than you think. And how you do that is by dis- dissecting the success that you have on the daily by using gratitude. Think about all the things that you already have that you've been successful in and give thanks to those things. Give thanks to those things that are already working for you. Appreciate the things that we sometimes take for granted. I know I was caught up in this and this is kind of where my story plays into it. Because I already knew this concept. I already started incorporating it into my life. But I ended up working. I ended up going to needing to take on a more stressful job to help with taking care of our family. Because we went through kind of a hard time um, with a business partner of ours. And all of a sudden my world that I lived in, I went from having a balance of all my things that I felt were successful in my life to adding a lot of stress in my life. And I mean, this is just your average everyday stress, right? When you're an adult, when you adult in any way, in every way, life just becomes more stressful, especially the more responsibilities that you take on. But I ended up feeling that my balance wasn't right, that I didn't have things organized in my life to where I got to really spend time in the places that meant most to me, that were six, that meant success for me. And so I remember um, before we moved to Hawaii, we had talked about moving to Hawaii many times and it just was never the right time for us. It just never seemed right. Um... But before we really made the decision to move to Hawaii, I was I was kind of going down a rabbit hole of a bunch of things that were kind of piling on top of me in my life. And I just, it, all these things that were piling down on me in my life were 
causing me to feel more stress, more heartache, and more depression. Every day, I just felt like I was sinking more and more into this. And now moving to Hawaii was always one of our goals, but I think I just had to make the leap at that point in time. I had to do it because I had to get myself away from certain situations, away from things that were not feeding me, that my heart weren't feeding my soul and weren't taking me in the right direction that I wanted to go in. And I just felt like I was kind of living somebody else's life. It didn't feel right in my heart. I don't know if you guys have ever felt that way, but I definitely just didn't feel true to myself. And I felt like I was living every moment of my life for somebody else and I didn't really have the balance that I needed to make me healthy. But Hawaii was one of those things that I was like, you know what, if we go to Hawaii, I will be happy. I was chasing. And guess what? We sold everything. We sold our house. We literally took two boxes of stuff each. I I told my kids, I said, you have two big boxes that you can fill to move to Hawaii. And that's all they got. That's all I got. Just with all the cost of going over there, that's all that... That's all that I knew that we could... That it would be worth for us to take over there. Um, I just figured it'd be less expensive to actually buy stuff when we got there. Um, But guess what? We went to Hawaii and I loved Hawaii. Hawaii was amazing. It was the most amazing thing I've ever done for me in my life. I needed that move. I needed that change. I needed that for myself, for my family, for the relationships that I had. I needed us to become closer as a family and it was a great choice. I will never regret making that choice. It was such an amazing experience and I needed that for me, for my soul, for me to get back on track, for me to start actually seeing what my real success story needs to look like. And when we were there, we weren't there for very long before COVID came along and completely took everything away from us. And we lost our jobs and didn't know how long we'd be able to last out there in Hawaii being so far away from friends and family before we ran out of money that we'd saved up. So we ended up deciding to move back before all the funds that we had dried up and we came back to Utah. The one thing that I made sure to happen and I discussed that, my husband and I discussed this, is that We weren't going to take life for granted anymore. Living in Hawaii, everybody lives so much more simply than we do here. You live more outdoors than you do indoors. You enjoy the space that you have. I mean, people pay thousands and thousands of dollars. They save up their whole lifetime to go visit this place. And the crazy thing is, is when I was working there, I was thinking about how an amazing, how much of an amazing place it was that I lived in. And I would have, I worked at a hotel at the time and did marketing for them. And I had people come up to my desk and they would tell me their story about how they saved up all their money to come to this amazing place. And they would ask me where I was from. And I would tell them that I was from Utah. 
And they would tell me so many of these people who were saving up their money to have these amazing life experiences would tell me that Utah was next on their list. Utah was a place that they needed to go visit. And I would just start going off on how amazing Utah was and all the different things that they could do. And in that moment, in those many moments, because it didn't just happen once or twice, it happened so many times. I had so many people telling me how lucky I was to get to live in two of the most beautiful places on the earth. Wow. If that didn't put life into perspective for me, what would? Hawaii was amazing. I definitely still have a special place in my heart for it. And who knows, I might end up back out there because I loved it so much. Um, But the one thing that my husband and I promised each other when we got back, because we both had this realization, because he also worked with tours and stuff like that on the island, and he had the same types of conversations and we realized how much we took for granted the space that we lived in, the people that we lived around, the friends, the family, the beautiful landscape that we have in Utah. And we took that for granted. Now, for sure, I definitely see myself as being more of a beach bum than having to live through the winters here in Utah. But when we got back, we just started doing a whole lot more outdoors. We started doing more mountain biking. We decided that we didn't want to be depressed during the winter time anymore. And we started snowboarding again like we used to when we dated. And started trying to give our kids more experiences in Utah. Where I thought it was just time for them to get away and have those experiences in other places like Hawaii. But guess what? I, I realized I would never taken them to do most of the things even that I got to do as a kid in Utah. Because I took it for granted. I didn't realize what I had. I didn't have that gratitude. But here's the thing that he talks about also in the video. is He talks about how failures are important. That we need to look at our failures constructively to find what, are, what is good. What we're good at. To be able to find out what changes we need to make within ourselves? What can we get better at? And so I kind of look at that situation moving to Hawaii. Yeah, I did chase after that and it was a great experience. And I didn't exactly fail at it. We probably would have stayed there for forever had COVID not come along. Everything was going amazing. But maybe that wasn't my journey. Maybe I needed to learn this lesson. I don't know. Um, Maybe I'm better for it being able to go and have a different culture in my life for a little bit of time. Maybe my kids needed it. Maybe not. Maybe they'll hate me for forever for moving them there. But I hope they can look back on that and see it the way that I have. Um, But definitely look at your failures. Look at the things that you feel like you failed at and really find out who you are. And that's what he kind of talks about in this video because by being able to have gratitude and figure out how to constructively criticize your failures 
you're going to be able to find out who you are, what is success to you. So here's a question that he presents to everybody. He says, what is success to you? What is success to you? To me, I kind of already had my list, but I love updating my list because as we go through life, things change. And he also goes along to say, after you find out what success is to you, prioritize who you are and who you want to be and don't spend time with anything that antagonizes your character. And I want to take this a little bit further. Not only do you want to stay away from things that antagonize your character, but also do not take from somebody else for your gain. Make sure that as you build your character, that you don't take away from somebody else or from other things. Make sure you're lifting others up as you raise up as well. So I'm just going to kind of give you guys what my five successes are. Um, I usually recommend picking three to five different things for yourself. Um, I have five things that I'm just going to list off to you guys so you guys can know what mine are. Um, But my five successes are, number one, health. And that's mental, physical, and what feeds my soul and my heart. Number two is family for me. And I'm talking about my immediate family. So I'm talking about being an amazing wife. Being an amazing mother. Being able to be my best at both of those things means more than me, more to me than anything else in the world. Number three, I would say relationships. My friends and my extended family and being able to keep those relationships up and bringing on new friends as well because I love learning from new people and new experiences that they can share with me. And by having good relationships, you're only going to grow from those relationships and keeping them good. Also, my career. I continually on the daily want to be the best at whatever I am doing. So right now, I love my career. I love where I'm at. I get to do some of the things that I love to do most in this world And I love that. And the only reason I got to this level is because I actually decided to work towards making sure I got to this point. And by having careers that were stressful and going through all those other positions, for some reason, my journey led me to my career and what I'm doing right now and I definitely have gratitude for that. I do feel blessed for that because not very many people get to do what they love to do. Um, But number five, community. This is a big one for me. I want so badly to be able to give back to the world, give back to the community that will bring change for a better future for my kids. Our world is changing in, in so many different ways and it's, so chaotic 
But if I can give back and give examples for others, and hopefully especially my children, maybe there will be change for a better future. But just remember, as you find these successes in life, prioritize who you are and who you want to be, and don't spend time with anything that antagonizes your character or takes away from anyone around you. Lift them up and bring them with you to higher grounds. Here's the key that he talks about in this, though. This is the thing that really makes the difference in everything that I'm saying and everything that he says in his video is that you have to maintain your successes. We cannot let them get sick and die. He goes on to talk about how you need to make sure that you're making credits into that account. And I actually learned this from somebody else many years ago, but I used to listen to this guy who is, I think he's like a Texas megachurch preacher. It's been a while since I've listened to him. I don't even know if he's still around. He probably is. Um, But his name is Joel Osteen. And he talks about how relationships and the things in our life that mean the most to us are like having a bank account. And he goes on to describe it as being like, if you, if you want to, Use a relationship for an example. Maybe say your kids. If you're constantly nagging at your kids, telling them to do things, telling them to be able to, telling them to do chores, telling them to do their homework, telling them that they're never living up to your expectations, if you're constantly doing that to them, all of a sudden that bank account is going to be depleted. If you keep making debits, if you keep taking from them without putting in, then you're going to make that, you're going to deplete it of everything. That relationship's going to get sick. It's going to die. So constantly make sure, especially if you have to get after your kid or you have to have a talk with anybody in in any relationship that can take from your relationship or make them feel like they're you're taking from their relationship because sometimes it's just from their perspective. Make sure you're making credits. Make sure you're putting in the time. Make sure you're maintaining them. And I love that he mentioned that in this video and how you need to maintain and add to those before you keep taking and taking. You have to make sure that you not only figure out your successes, but on the day-to-day grind, make sure that you are maintaining them. He also talks about taking a daily tally to make sure you're still on the right path. This is something that's always been big to me, and I didn't even realize that other people thought the same way that I do. But every weekend, as we get closer to the weekend, I really do a weekly tally for myself and for my family and for the things that I feel are successful in my life. Because sometimes I've been busy at work. Sometimes I have had to do things. We've had to do things for work where my husband and I are actually spending a lot more time than we've spent with our kids. And I definitely take a look at my weekly tally and I 
have to realize where I've spent most of my time. My time has to be intentional. This is all coming down to the time that we have in each day. And if we're not intentional with all the time that we put out with everything that we do, then we're not going to be able to balance those things and and take that weekly tally and figure out where we need to spend our time. And I always try to make up for that missed time on the weekends, especially with my kids, because I, I definitely have to have a good balance between it all. If you really want to keep these successes in life and find out who you are and what's important to you, you have to put the work in to, to maintain you have to put the work in to maintain it. And you do. You have to be intentional with your time. He also talks about being able to find out who you are not to really find out who you are. And that goes along with removing yourself from the different things that don't feel right to you. And that's kind of how I was before I moved to Hawaii. I knew that the the people, places, and those things that were making me that were hurting my heart and making me sad, I needed to remove myself from those things. There's definitely people, places, and things. And he even talks about food that do not deserve your time, that do not serve your successes. So stop giving them your time and energy. If you're around certain friends that don't make you feel good, if you're around certain or or in environments or places that do not make you feel right, if you're doing things that do not build you up, if you're eating food that makes you feel awful and you know that you're going to regret it, those things are not serving your successes. Stop doing them. I've had some of my best friends that I've had to remove from my life because, come to find out, they were actually taking away from me instead of giving to me and lifting me up. If there are people in your life that are doing this, remove them from your life. Sometimes you can't completely remove them, but remove yourself from being so close to them if you can't completely remove them. Because you're going to be better served in your successes in finding out who you are and what you're meant to be by getting away from those things. He says in in the video, he says, put them down and don't go there. When you start removing yourself from these things, you inadvertently will be spending more time doing the things that are healthy for you, that bring you more joy. It just automatically happens by removing those things from your life. He says you just eliminated the who's, the where, the what's that were keeping you from your identity. We were all meant for something greater than the feelings and the stress, the anxiety, the depression that we go through on the daily. We need to figure out who we are so we can start serving our successes in our life because that is where we're going to find real joy Stop chasing that happiness. Stop chasing that next boat, that next car, that next house. That Those things are not going to make you happy. It's when we find out who we are and what serves our purpose in our successes. He kind of ends with in the video by saying, 
to basically make voluntary obligations. All these things that we're talking about, all these things that you need to work on every day, we are the ones that make them. These are the things that we have to lay down at night, put our head on our pillow, and we either get depressed, sad, stressed out, cry, or maybe you put your head down on your pillow and you smile because you really figured out what joy feels like. These voluntary obligations are ones we make with ourselves. He talks about them being the you versus you obligations. That they're not societal laws. And he talks about how you people aren't going to be throwing a party for you when you reach these obligations. When you meet these things in your life. When you come closer to these successes. No one's going to throw you a party. But also nobody is going to take you to jail or judge you or or hold you liable, tie you up, or handcuff you if you're not going to do these things. These are things that you have to do for yourself. Because what this is how you find out who you are and what success means to you in your life. Your success is going to look different. It could be maybe money, careers, a vacation, whatever you have as your successes. Yours are going to be different than mine. You can steal some of mine. I kind of took a little bit from what Matthew McConaughey had, added a little bit of that to what I had already. Um, But get your start. Figure out what your three to five things are that make you feel successful in life. And work towards those daily and enjoy the process. Enjoy the daily, day-to-day acts that you do. Enjoy every moment. Because like I've said before, our lives are gifts. Every day is a gift. We're not promised tomorrow. We're not promised any of these successes. This is up to you to feel the joy. Feel the joy within them and work towards to get those things that really identify you for who you are. Once you start doing this, your whole world will change. And I just want to share this with you because I think this is a great way to be able to find out your identity. Because I know, especially as moms, we kind of start to lose our identity. After we get married, we become the nurturers of the home, um, nurturers to our husband, nurturers to our kids, nurturers to our friends and families. We're constantly doing all these things that kind of sometimes take us down a road of losing who we are a little bit. But I think this is a great way to identify who you are not so you can figure out who you are And you can balance your life to have real joy and stop chasing after happiness that may never be there or that you keep raising the bar for. Joy is a constant. But our lives and the way we live, that's a verb. We have to take action and it has to be intentional action intentional action if we want to find joy and this is a type of joy that you find every single day but also find those who also feel the same that want to lift you up definitely one that I feel like I'm I'm getting in a boat 
and I'm going to take you with me if you want to come with me. But I'm not going to jump in the water to get you because you chose not to get in the boat with me. Because I don't need people to bring me down to drown me. I need to be a good example for my kids. I need to be able to show them the real purpose in life and what they are meant to be. And I think this is a great way to start. So I just want to share that with you guys. Definitely give a listen to what Matthew McConaughey says in the video because he definitely is more profound in the way that he says it. But he's somebody that I really look up to because he just is seems to have his head on right. He seems to be able to figure out what is good and right in this life and goes after it. And hopefully you guys can find out who you are if you're kind of feeling a little lost and this has been a little bit of a help for you. But find those successes and work every day to enjoy the process. Enjoy every day because you never know what tomorrow will bring. You never know what changes. I thought I'd live in Hawaii for forever and guess what? That didn't happen. And it taught me to not take things for granted and enjoy the life that I have right here, right now. You were meant for more. You are the creator of your own world. So create something great. Love you guys and I 